Hi, and welcome to the Movie Health Podcast. We talk about movies and mental health. This is AJ. Hey, I'm Catherine. And today we're talking about some of the movies that we've recently watched. Um, bit of a random mix, I think. Uh, I, I'm, I'm keen to know what, what you've watched recently and, you know, whether or not it's, it's a new movie or something you've revisited. Um, so what have you watched lately? Yeah, so um, I watched a few films and only, I guess, you know, some stood out to me. So I want to talk about um, Dream Horse, uh, The Ninth Gate, Barbarian, finally, mm-hmm. and uh, Barbie. Okay. Yeah, cool. Um, I'm ha- I- I've, so unfortunately, I didn't see Dream Horse. Um, okay, yeah. But uh, I think yeah, I've definitely seen the rest, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and so where would you like to start? Um, okay, so let's talk about, okay, so what did you think of Barbie? So I watched that in the cinema. Um, I did the whole Barbenheimer thing. I found it hilarious. It was actually quite insightful. Mm-hmm. Um, and there were there were certain scenes that I, I found really powerful. Yeah. Um, and I think it was just done really well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I loved I loved Margot Robbie as Barbie. I think she was excellent. Um, and everyone who was casted, I think, did a great job. Um, and you know, I guess watching that film, you know, it, it was it was empowering, and it kind of it also makes you think, like it makes you reflect on um, womanhood and um, what it is like to be a woman in the world. But also, you know, it was it was also empathetic to um, like the masculine and the you know the, the struggles in on that side as well. So I thought it was it was done really cleverly. Yeah, no, I agree. I uh, I went to see Barbie with my wife. Uh, yeah. We had a not really a date night, but just a night out at the movies, and then dinner with with friends. Um, mm-hmm. I, I agree. Like it was it was really entertaining. Um, it was really well designed, uh, and 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 the cast was was great. Um, you know, Margot Robbie and, and Ryan Gosling are such a good pairing. Yeah. Um, both such talented actors, um, uh, you know, I love how um, they had a really strong supporting cast. Yeah. Um, I, to be honest, I I have never really been a Greta Gerwig fan. Okay. Um, yeah. contra- controversially or not, I I I find a lot of her movies quite uh uh. On 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 the nose a little bit with mm. their intention. Uh, however, I thought the 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 use of uh, Barbie world and Barbie as as a as a character and as as a as a well known toy, um, you know, a, a very clever device to you know talk about some some big themes um, mm-hmm. and and as you said in particular womanhood. Um, you know, my, my wife really enjoyed it. She found it really funny. Um, the, the, uh, you know, I can say she, she did roll her eyes a few times in a few, in a few parts of the movie, but you know, overall, um, you know, yeah, it was, it was a really, uh, entertaining movie. Funnily enough, um, the Ken character, um, Mm -hmm. what I, what I've heard and in particular from, I have a, a, um, how old is he? He's probably 16, 17 year old uh, nephew. 
And he um, he really struggled with the Ken character. Okay. Um, he actually became quite upset um, and 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 angry by the mm. way the Ken character was betrayed, which I thought, you know, I mean, that's not good. You don't want that. It, well, I don't think it was the intention of the movie, but there was something about maybe how strong, uh, how strong of a uh, position Ken was put in, where he, you know, he was a, a fairly, um, you know, two-dimensional character, and then he went right. through his own discovery, and then became more yeah. of a three-dimensional character and going through a crisis. So, I thought that was, I thought that was really interesting. Um, mm-hmm. don't, I don't know the details, um, but, uh, yeah, I, I thought. Interesting. Yeah. 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 But overall, I agree. Like I, mm-hmm. I, th- I, it was really entertaining. I'd like to see it again. Um, and I definitely like to see Ryan Gosling and, and, and Margot in a movie together again. I thought 100%. that was great. Yeah. 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 I, yeah. I think he, he stole the show and a lot of people, um, do agree with that as well. Like he was, it was just so funny. It was pure entertainment. Um, I think he didn't take it seriously. Um, but at the same time, yeah, the film was like so self-aware. Mm. Um, and yeah, like I think it, it was just, it was done so well. I was pretty impressed with it. Mm. Yeah. Self-aware is a, a, a good note. I mean, I think, uh, Greta Gerwig wrote, it was co-written with her, her husband who That's is, it, yeah. um, mm. Noel. Noah Baumbach. Um, yeah, not, Noah Baumbach. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so I think I think there was a yeah conscious bit of balance with some of the, the I suppose the the feminist messaging that was within it. Um, mm. Let's let's say that. But but yeah, I mean, I, I also think uh, one of my favorite characters. It wasn't uh, Will Ferrell, was it? No, the um, Michael. Oh, Alan. Yeah, Alan. Yeah, <laughs> Alan was Alan was great. Yeah, great. I, I, you know, I think it was good to have him uh, again to create that balance to create the the self awareness of of how ridiculous some of it is. Um, um, so I thought that was a really good addition. Uh, and it's such a it's such a powerful brand. Um, you know, my uh, you know, we've we've definitely got um, a dream house within our mm. house. Um, oh yeah, and you know the the Barbie brand is still is still alive and strong. Um, but no, I agree. It was a, it was a good, uh, definitely a, a good experience at the cinemas. Yeah, yeah. Um, did you want me to continue, or did you want to talk about yours? No, no, you you, you keep going. Um, so how about let's talk about Barbarian, since it's a film that you um, brought up, you know, a while ago, and then I finally watched it not that long yeah. ago. Um, and I, I know what you mean now. Like I do, I, I see how great it is. It, it was also a very intelligent, a very intelligent horror film, I think. Mm. Um, and it, it had like so many elements to it. It was quirky. It was very unexpected. Um, yeah, unpredictable. And I really like, um, Bill Skarsgård's character. Yeah. Um, it's, it's fascinating. I guess, you know, don't want to, um, have spoilers or anything. No. But I guess he, he was, yeah, not what you expect. I guess it, it was like it was framed in such a way that um you would think he was a certain way, and it was just like wow, you know. Um, and the the actress, the main actress, I don't think I've seen her before in films. 
she um she was new to me but i i also think um it was really great mm. um that, like the character that she betrayed and um i think it was i mean like you and i both love horror we we have a whole um episode dedicated to it and i think yeah. barbarian is one of those films that um is quite inventive and it's like it's um it's a different kind of horror so i think that's why um critics really flocked to it and like it was just critically acclaimed and also obviously audiences um really enjoyed it as well mm. barbie to Bar- barbarian good good segue by the way yeah, <laughs> yeah no I, I, so this was released i think late last year um mm. and then arrived it certainly released late last year in america or midway through last year in america and i think it was a little later to arrive here and i saw it at the cinemas mm-hmm. um you know, by myself because I couldn't get anyone along. Uh, and I agree. It was it was one of my favourite movies last year, um, mm. to be honest. And I think it goes to show, similar to, to Barbie, when there's real uh, intention and design mm-hmm. um, applied to the making of a movie um, and how effective yeah. that can be. Um, mm-hmm. If you think of Barbie and, and, you know, the very clear three acts, very clear mm-hmm. intention within those three acts, um, well cast, uh, well directed, yep. and the same goes for Barbarian. Given, you know, granted it is a horror movie, but I hadn't heard of the director before. That's Zach uh, Krieger, but he, you know, his background is in comedy, writing mm-hmm. comedy, and I think, um, you know, like the Jordan Peels of the world, having that, yep. uh, I don't know exactly what it is, but it's it's the ability to, um, you know, communicate in a way. Um, that uh, that you know connects with us and is effective to you know drive our emotions. So with you know comedy, they're trying to make us laugh, and then horror, it's clearly trying to make try to scare you or you know increase your your anxiety. Mm-hmm. Um, and with but barbarian, um, the same thing that um, it's not what you expect. Um, it goes through a significant roller coaster for the for the characters. But it also has, um, I think it was great casting with Justin Long. I mean, he's yeah, an idiot. Yeah. So I agree with um, Bill Skarsgård. He was, he was really good in, the, in that that first, the start of the movie, the first scene. Um, and then, you know, you you learn more about the scenario that, um, uh, uh, about this, this house. Uh, and I suppose to mm-hmm. set the scene, so um, Barbarian, for those who haven't seen it, is is um you know if you watch the trailer it the, the setup for it is that this this woman goes to um she's in t- in this town ta- you know she's arrived at the house that's a you know she's rented through airbnb or a similar service mm-hmm. and she um you know can't find the key for the house and she eventually opens the door um sorry someone opens the door and it's bill skarsgård's character and he's also um you know, he's a stranger, um, and he's also mm-hmm. rented the house. So there's that double booking. Um, and so, you know, she, she's got nowhere else to go. So she has to make decision. Does she stay or not? Um, and you know, it's a very awkward scenario where, you know, these two strangers, particularly a woman, um, alone in the house with a strange man, um, is a creepy scenario to start with, but mm-hmm. it is only the beginning and there is a lot more to the house. Um, yeah. but I think adding in Justin Long, as a character, mm-hmm. um, provides that relief, um, uh, you know, and uh, does you know so that comic uh, comedian comic relief, 
yeah. to take it down a couple of notches, but um, he's also quite pivotal uh, in the rest of the movie. So, yeah, no, I, just a really well-designed, entertaining uh, roller coaster ride of a horror movie. Um, yeah. I'm glad you saw it because I was harping on about it um, so much. <laughs> uh, and now I know why. I, I fully agree. Yeah. yeah, and it's a rewatchable yeah. as well. Hmm. Um, just like Barbie, it, the, the, this particular, uh, you know, this horror film is is definitely rewatchable. I think I've seen it three times now. Just oh, put wow. it on, yeah. and even mm-hmm. even 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 though I know what's going to happen, um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's definitely definitely a really good one. Yeah, yeah. Um, ten out of ten. Ten out of ten. Ten. Out, <laughs> well, no such thing as ten out of ten, but it's it's close. <laughs> it's, it's definitely close. It's one, close. One, yeah. What definitely one of the best movies of last year for sure yeah 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 um okay and now segueing to another horror film yeah um, but one from 1999 so i watched the ninth gate on netflix um so yeah. it's directed by yeah it's directed by roman polanski um and obviously has johnny depp as the the protagonist antagonist i guess um, and I guess I was just really fascinated with it because, you know, it's um, ultimately about the shadow because it's literally about the devil mm-hmm. um, and, you know, paranormal events. So um, I thought that it was, you know, typical Roman Polanski. I, I really love um, like Rosemary's Baby. Um, yeah. Yeah. Chinatown, The Tenant. Um, I think he's he's pretty good with those kind of like psychological thrillers. But there's, um, I don't know, quite a bit of depth to them as well. and. I thought Johnny Depp was um, perfectly cast, um, yeah. and the the wife. I don't know if she was uh, Roman Polanski's wife at the time. The the woman who played the girl, Emmanuel Segnia, um, but I thought that she was really creepy. Um, and it was, you know, I guess that part of the storytelling was very effective. Um, but I think the the best, the the most well cast character was Frank Langella. So um, the the man who plays um, Balkan. Uh, okay. So, yeah, so he was the man who asked Johnny Depp's character. So Johnny Depp is a rare book dealer and he's quite, like, scrupulous, uh, unscrupulous. And um, Balkan is, like, this very rich, uh, this wealthy man who asks um, Johnny Depp's character to basically compare, um, you know, one of his books with another with another uh, text um, from like different parts of the world to just see which one is the most authentic. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I just thought, like, in terms of it being like a neo noir horror thriller, um, it was, you know, it was very effective, and um, you know, like I wanted to know what what would happen at the end. So I was like on the edge of my seat, and it was it was also a very strange movie. Like I'm I'm really attracted to strange films as well. Yeah. And um yeah, I think you are too. Um and yeah, so like it was it was one that stood out to me because I haven't actually been watching that many horrors lately, interestingly mm-hmm. enough. Yeah. So, w- so what did you think of it? Did mm. you so so you had seen it before? No, this was my first time. Oh right. Yeah, so I've yeah. I've seen it before, but many years ago, I did re- I did remember enjoying it. Um yeah, again, a type of movie that is definitely rewatchable. Um, I also really like Frank Langella. Um, I think he's uh, he hasn't done anything in a while, but um, Frost, Frost, Frost and Nixon, Robin Frank mm. is a lovely movie that he's in. Um, if you've seen that, The Box um, was a little problematic, but he was also in that. I think the last movie he was mm. in, The Trial of 
um, the Chicago Seven. But um, yes, despite the unfortunate, um, uh, yeah, um, difficult, you know, the unfortunate scenarios that Roman Polanski has put himself yeah. in, um, mm-hmm. he, you know, he he is. Uh, um, a brilliant director um, and yeah. has certainly, like Rosemary's Baby, has the ability to really create a sense of, of dread and suspense. Um, mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I also agree. I mean, a perfect movie for, for Johnny Depp where he can be sly and creepy and, um, you know, not exactly clear of his intentions as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, which mm-hmm. uh, it's funny because I there's a uh, – it's fascinating, actually, um, n- not to move too far away from movies, but there's a series on Netflix um, about Johnny Depp. Um, oh, Depp versus Heard. And yeah, Depp versus Heard. Um, I don't know if you've seen it, but uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's fascinating because ultimately uh, it's all about acting. Um, so it's yeah. about these two actors. Uh, creating a scenario where they are ultimately both acting and you really don't know what the mm. truth is. There is, yeah. there is, you know, um, there's a lot of smoke and mirrors on both sides and there's a lot of, of, of lying and deceit and, and truth on both sides. So it's very hard to determine, um, you know, what happened between the two. Uh, mm-hmm. And my point is, is that uh, Johnny Depp, throughout the years has always been very good at deception. Yeah. Right. So um mm. so the ninth gate, yes. Um definitely one that I'd I'd like to to rewatch. Mm-hmm. Um so I'm keen to know, I suppose uh, uh a director in movies that one of my favorite directors, yes. um uh, a French gentleman by the name that that dare I say many people probably wouldn't know. Um, mm-hmm. His name is, is Quinton Duplex. Um, he, I, I became aware of him. I'm not even sure how. I think you know I've always had an interest for quite obscure movies. I came across his 2010 movie Rubber, um, yeah. which is about a killer tire mm-hmm. um, that terrorizes a, a small American town. And when I saw that, I was just. just blown away because yeah. the uh Quentin's ability to use something as simple as a tire uh and be creative with the way that that tire um does things and um has supernatural abilities to explode heads and bodies and um mm. terrorize people it, it just it, it yeah I, I thought that it was one of the coolest things I'd seen in a long time and it, it essentially hooked me in. Um, and I think part of the reason that it, a lot, you know, additional to his creativity, um, when I watch his movies, I, I, um, they feel, they feel so visceral. They feel, mm. um, like that he has a really clear idea of what he's making. Um, he typically writes and directs, um, and so his movies aren't typically very long, say you know hour and a half on, on on average. And so he will create these obscure worlds with obscure characters, ex- obscure storylines, 
um, and really try and come up with you know very different ideas. But he, but they just feel so calming um, mm. because of the sort of the sort of the visceral nature of them. And so when I watch them, I they're a real escape from yeah, reality, yeah. and you are set within this world. Um, mm-hmm. And it it would I mean Rubber's probably one of my favourites, but he has been on a, a fair clip since two thousand and say seven or two thousand and ten. I don't think it was his it wasn't his first movie in two thousand and ten, but um, since then, you know, he's really uh, made some <laughs> obscure films. So, you know, he went from Rubber to to Wrong in two thousand and twelve, where um, a man. Um, uh, short version of the story um eventually uh, had a um the the brain of a dog and was Ooh. was uh, and uh experiencing life through with a, with a dog brain um <laughs> then it went into to wrong cops which was just this uh satire about police in LA um mm-hmm. and how strange and wrong these cops are and then um moved into one of his movies called reality um, yeah. which was a real stretch on reality. Mm-hmm. And then, um, you know, he has the ability to attract uh, particularly well-known French actors. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, Jean Dagen, uh, mm-hmm. or Jean Dagen, um, who did um, The Artist, well, yeah. no, you know, yeah. won an Oscar for that. Um, and he... he in, and he started a movie called Deerskin about mm. this man's obsession with um, a deerskin jacket, mm-hmm. uh, and I just I just love his movies. And did you did you end up watching one of them or watching a bit of them, or is it yeah. too much? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I watched a bit of Mandibles, and that was that was fascinating. I'm um, too yeah. guys trying to domesticate a fly. Very yeah, yeah, out there idea. Yeah, and I saw trailers for pretty much most of his films, and I, I am intrigued. I am intrigued. Oh, my God. Um, yeah. And and the thing is that my my husband is French, but he hasn't even like he hasn't heard of this director. And I even asked my mother in law, oh, right. and she, yeah, and she had to read up about him. So and, and they they love films. So I think it, it's interesting. Um, like you said, like not many people know about him but i guess like his his work um you know his work is worthy of like you know like more more appeal and like people um watching watching them so um from from the from the trailers that i saw that they're very fascinating and i can see why they're they're an escape and why they'd be kind of like it's interesting that you said that um they're so obscure but they also are like soothing in a way that's that's really interesting yeah yeah and i i um uh so yeah i was and i was so excited because you know i i own most of his movies on dvd but then you know every so often there you know a few of them are hard to get and he has a mix between some movies are in american american actors and um you know completely in english but others are in french and so i did Mm -hmm. a a double header the other night um one movie, 2022, Incredible But True, which mm-hmm. is in French. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's it's really it's a really simple uh, premise, um, but it is, uh, I'd say, sci-fi in, in genre. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's about a couple that buy a house, and in the house um, it has the ability to um, 
going to the going to the past so you can mm-hmm. reverse time um and so that's that's i suppose that's a good place to start and then the other movie i watch is uh smoking causes coughing and that's a riff on um like a superhero trio that has mm-hmm. that has a rat as their um you know how you know charlie's angels has yeah, as, as yeah. the guy that that organizes all their um uh all their all their missions and um they they promote that smoking is bad mm-hmm. um and particularly because it's in french um it has uh yeah a uh like sort of sort of a not gravitas what's the other word for it sort of a you know it, it feels more pure um because he's in his natural language so mm-hmm. yeah one of one of my favorite directors i love watching his movies um mandibles is uh yeah pretty obscure but <laughs> but um yeah in terms of escapism and you know switching off and yeah watching movies to make you feel good he's he's definitely up there um with with you know and i'd say i'd get a similar feeling with with um paul thomas anderson as well uh, yeah. i feel as though i can watch a lot of his movies again um because he has this ability to you know like some you know plenty of other directors just create these unique worlds mm-hmm. um so yeah i mean my contribution today is is just to fly the flag and and share uh quinton duplex and highly recommend his movies and um yeah i'd really like for you to to watch a couple of them maybe even go with some of the french movies he's yeah. two, the, the last two movies that i mentioned are both on amazon okay. um so give them a go and uh yeah watch them with your husband if if you can and and let me know <laughs> let me know what you think um i suppose and just just to round it out um maybe a movie that, that i haven't seen that that you've seen recently um or mm-hmm. rewatched that you'd like to share yeah, so just quickly, um, I watched Dream Horse. Um, I think yeah. it's a great film. It's very uplifting. Um, yeah. and because Tony Collette's one of my favorite actresses as well. Um, so it's based in Wales. Um, and basically she decides to run like a, um, a racing syndicate with people, um, in her local town. And everyone's, everyone's such a character. So, um, it's, it's a real like heartwarming comedy drama is based on a true story. Um, you know, if you love animals, like it's, it's beautiful and it's, you know, obviously there's, um, there's like sadness in it, but there's also triumph. Um, mm-hmm. so it kind of takes you on the roller coaster of being human as well. Um, yeah. and I, yeah, like it's, it's from a director I haven't heard of, Euros Lynn. Mm-hmm. Um, but it did, it did very well. Like, um, I know it was in like the Netflix top 10 and just generally, um, in the year that it came out, which I think was just, um, yeah, 2021. Um, like it was just acclaimed everywhere and everyone just said that it was very, um, yeah, it was a very like inspiring, heartfelt film. So I, I recommend that, um, yeah. to, to watch with your family. Like it's really a family film. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. no, I watched the, I watched the trailer. Um, I can definitely, and I love Tony Collette as well. Mm. She's, she's an Aussie legend and a brilliant yeah. actor. Um, you know, and, and she can do it all right. I mean, she's in her, yeah. you know, we talked about, uh, hereditary, mm-hmm. uh, um, uh, you know in our horror um pod mm-hmm. and um yeah she's brilliant in that as well um so yeah so we have quite a mix uh, mm-hmm. uh it's hard to sort of track but you know um you know the, the the barbie that i think most of the world went and saw at the cinemas which is brilliant for cinemas and 
um, brilliant for everyone that was involved in, in Barbie. It was a real achievement. Um, I absolutely agree. And Barbarian, that's not certainly not for everyone, um, but for those horror fans out there, including the two of us, um, great horror film, really well made. Um, and and then what else did we talk about? Um, the about Ninth Gate, yeah. The Ninth Gate, yeah. That's something that I'll definitely rewatch. Um, <laughs> see if I can convince my uh, my wife to watch that one. Uh, and then yeah, Quentin Duplex, I'd probably. Uh, pretty clear that I'm passionate about the yeah. about the man and I actually and you know before we recorded um I was playing some of his music so he he does double up as a, a electronic musician as a DJ I think it's uh Mr. Wazo so give that a listen um and then finally your recommendation uh Dream Horse Dream Horse yeah Dream cool. Horse yeah just just for Tony Collette even like just yeah well. All right. Well, I think that's a great mix, and hopefully uh, an inspiring one for for people to to pick up and and watch something new or or rewatch. Um, and uh, we'll look to to share more in our next episode. Yep. Thanks so much. Thank you.